This is the Land Legacy Podcast, brought to you by Whitetail Properties Real Estate. We're your hosts, Adam Keith. And Matt Dye. This is your weekly resource for habitat management, wildlife management, and recreational real estate. We hope you guys enjoy the show. All right, guys, welcome back to Land of Legacy Podcast. We're going to be jumping off and covering some um, information, content that we covered months ago. We're circling back. We're reining it in um, before we get going into that. Matt, how you doing this evening? I'm good. I'm good, man. Um, just enjoyed a beautiful spring day here in southern Missouri. Got a little turkey hunting done and got some work done. So, um and been a fine, fine day, ready to podcast. Perfect. And we got returning guest, uh, has been on a lot over the years, Mr. Greg Glessinger. How are you doing tonight, Greg? Doing good. My day was just the opposite, Matt. It was like high of 44 degrees here and no, no turkey hunting. Cause that doesn't start for, for me until tomorrow, but based on the bird activity and et cetera, uh, we're going to have to wait another day until it gets so much sunny and they want to f- strut and fan and warm themselves up. They're very quiet right now. So um, it's crazy how <laughs> polar opposite we are. If I saw correctly, Greg, well, I'd... didn't you have snow this last week? We did. We Yeah, we had frost this mm-hmm. morning. Mm. Pretty yeah, we, we had frost ago, like two people. days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but I, I, I wish the turkeys down here, um, or at least where I've been in some, um, they're gobbling good on the roost and they pitch down and it is just quiet crickets. So um, getting on a bird after a roost has been a little tough. But anyways, um, no, I'm, I'm excited to, to, Greg, have you back on and for us to talk about things that we've got working in the future and what that's going to look like and essentially what that end product is going to be and how it's going to benefit a lot of other folks, um, viewers. And so, you know, Adam, I don't know how necessarily want to kick this thing off and, and not sort of rehash a, a previous conversation, but just as this thing continues to develop, I think, I think the last recording was episode nine twelve. I think that's what we just looked up. Um, and done in August, and then we've had, you know, all of deer season and more preparation as we're getting ready to put some final touches on on what the show is going to look like. Um, but it's just building excitement. I know for me, and I'm sure for for you and Greg as well, um, as we're kind of nearing more or less of a of a launch date. No doubt. No doubt. I, you know, going back to episode 912, we kind of unveiled what was in the works. That was a late August podcast. So um, we were looking at basically at that point, like the drummer head. And now it's hashed out, seats compete. We have kills, we have footage, we have a plan. We've got basically everything lined up to be pretty awesome uh show the uh the sportman's channel late this summer greg you uh, i know I, I hit the high notes there but kind of i want to hear your thoughts from the last time we talked in late august and kind of unveiled 
what was a name a little bit different than now um, and kind of where we're at in the world of Huntworks. Yeah, you know, we, um, I guess you would say, uh, what was it? Um, spring, uh, the end of, end of last year, early this year, we had a, uh, a name change because of, we had some legal issues with the name and um, it was probably a blessing in disguise because we um, forced us to go back to, I guess, the think tank and come up with our options. And at the end of the day, um, I think we're in a better place now because of the opportunities that we've come up with, with the name of HuntWorks. So um, it defines us way better than what we did with 10X. Um, and um, with the format of the show, that is truly different um, to, to, to my knowledge. And I think everybody in the cast is knowledge and even the editors and producers, um, what we've come up with um, hasn't been seen or done before um, to our knowledge as well as theirs. So um, I'm pretty excited about what we have going on and uh, that's going to be launched obviously this July in the sportsman's channel. Um, but um, I'm more excited about the feedback because we're really doing this show for the viewers and the fellow hunters. And as I had a conversation at a Wisconsin during Turkey expo here back in late March, you know, they said, you know, what's the overview of this whole thing. And I said, you know, I, we are trying to do this show in a format where I wish I knew what we're going to tell you when I started hunting um, mm -hmm. 20 years ago, you know, with, the trials, tribulations, the mistakes, and try to shorten that curve and give you some guidance of how you can shorten that curve and put some of our tactics, habitat strategies um, into your own uh, farm and move it forward much quicker and give you some, obviously, time-saving uh, strategies as well as speed up that learn curve and hopefully increase your success much quicker than myself um and i think i can probably speak for the four of us so um that's the number one goal it's more about the viewer than it is about us um and uh, hopefully it's received as well as i hope it will be yeah i think honestly you can say the education is on the forefront of our brains that's that's what we do as land legacy those listening obviously we're very focused on the educational side of things but but the show is taking that exact same approach in a visual manner to showcase hey this is not just hunts unfolding that entertaining type aspect of a of, of a lot of tv shows and not not to say that that's bad at all but we wanted to make sure that we're helping people along the same time as as providing some of that entertainment, um, the thrill of the hunt. So all that's going to be unfolded. But at the end of the day, there's going to be takeaways, I think, that are going to be really impactful for people that they can write, like you said, apply directly to their own situations um, and say, you know what, I learned this here. That's valuable. I can apply it now to my own farm because... Um, I think in the video that was just recently shared on on social is um 
you know, peeling back the onion, right? Layer by layer of how something took place, how something unfolded in regards to a, a specific hunt. And um, sure, there's some overviews that other folks have done, but when we talk nitty gritty of details, we're talking like no stone left unturned of why X deer did this um, and all those elements, habitat wise, topography wise, hunt scenario, strategy, farm setup, that this this actually happened because of because of all those factors. And I'm I'm excited to be able to share that. Yeah, I, I think, think, you know, to really sum it up, I think uh, just to be, you know, kind of honest, I would say we are, um, we're going to educate first and we're going to entertain second, which is mm. uh, to your point, Matt, we're going to let the hunts unravel, but we're, we're going to break them down in a very different format that hasn't been seen to our knowledge in the outdoor space yet. And I'm anxious uh, to get this out there to, to get the feedback of what people think. So, um, but the education is going to be our primary goal. Yeah, absolutely. I think to, to me, that's one of the big things, like how we're going to keep this different. And you keep saying, unlike shows of path, and unlike things that we've seen, our knowledge, a big thing, the big opponent we have is that many the hunts are going to place on ground we manage so we can walk a land or a center through the tools we're doing to not only help deer herd but in many cases give them more than they need so they're expressing more potential we're changing the overall health of deer so they can be larger we're helping um, improve it not only for deer but other wildlife but in reality what we're really focused in on taking a deer from a fawn to a to as big of a buck as we can grow and showcase all the habitat work that went into that uh, that allowed us to grow, hold it, and then harvest it and highlight that in hunts. Instead of being like, and this isn't this is how we are different, but many shows are hunting on outfitters. A lot of this will be focused on white bells uh, and growing them on our own farms and. Uh, of course, like we're saying that you got to say blue fence firms as well. <laughs> yeah, I find myself, Adam, in in the consulting side mm-hmm. of what we do, continuing to use the the phrase of um, having strong influence over what deer are doing. Right. So, so you know whether they're born on your property or they disperse in, um, just providing all those resources from every age class, from every month of a year um, to try and make sure that there's no limiting factors, right, on on a given property. And you're continuing to just move the needle in the value for um, specifically whitetail deer. And these, the properties that are are hunted, um, I mean, that that's the same approach has been taken on them. So, you know, I hope that not only in the breakdown of why this hunt or these hunts took place and, and the, you know, the aspects of them, I hope that that viewers are going to be able to visually see now that, that habitat, now that vegetation, that structure, that looks totally different than, than places that I've hunted before. Um, So not only from an educational standpoint, are we going to be talking and sharing details that are much different 
I hope, and I'm looking, like you said, Greg, for that feedback, I'm really looking forward to, to hearing people saying, man, that farm looked totally different. I haven't seen a setup quite like that in the past or, um, you know, drone shots of, of specific habitat, uh, vegetation types, um, and, and just kind of paradigm shifts, let's say, in the general flow of what you may read, what you have heard in the past regarding whitetail management and truly what goes into doing this on a consistent mm-hmm. basis. Um across the board right so so that's the the fun thing sure a lot of these hunts might be coming from the midwest but that doesn't that doesn't that's just where we live at right that doesn't mean that with the right ground or with um proper management of your own resource that this can't be replicated elsewhere um because it certainly can and we're seeing that on our end with our clients but um yeah most of this stuff is going to be midwest based but again that's that's not a uh um an excuse, let's say, for people who want to learn and apply what what they're seeing on the show, that they can do it wherever they're sitting at. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. I mean, we're we uh, obviously manage farms in a couple three states, and and we're applying them. You know, I am Missouri and Wisconsin, and it 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 applies. So, you know, it may not apply to everybody, of course, but it's going to apply to a large sum of the whitetail part of the worlds that uh white hunters so um it should be hopefully it, it goes well as as we hope we're sure putting a lot of effort time and energy into it and there sure is a lot of love that's going into it and we've got an incredible team behind us with the expedition media guys who are really giving their expertise and guidance and leadership behind that as well so there's a huge team behind the four of us that are really trying to pull this up the hill with us and um just excited to finally hopefully get to see this thing go live here in july no doubt i think one thing matt you said about hunting in you know iowa midwest i think that's one of the huge things that we can offer is not only when i look at you know because we're wearing really a habitat land management hat in this everything we do even though we're talking big whitetails and hunting whitetails it, it it's impossible for me not to take the habitat lens off my eyes and what i think of when i when i look at this is like the pinnacle of whitetail management trophy buck seems like southern iowa we got that but then you pivot and you go down south where it's matt and i hunting in the ozarks it's like not many shows being filmed in the ozarks and not many shows filming good deer in the ozarks um but we did that this past fall um and we're going to talk about the same tools we used in Iowa that you guys have really done to the same tools we're using down here. And, uh, and so hopefully it's more relatable for people to see like, well, it's not a big ag. We're also hunting in big timber tracks and, uh, hopefully there's nuggets and episodes for everyone. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I think like we, like we often talk about knowledge is, is, power um so when we can provide um as hunt works and 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 truthfully too like and i think every every person cast member of hunt works provides their own level of expertise and own um lens that they're looking at this through from from the hunt breakdown and and you know that's why i think it's going to be really special and cool um of the way everyone i would say is is very professional um is 
is going to break this thing down and break down these hunts and provide those <clears throat> the insight, let's say. So um, for for people to be able to understand and kind of have that backstage pass into these hunts with the information that we're going to be able to provide and not just kind of hide and just protect from standpoint of, well, just watch the deer do what he does. You're going to get that, but you're also going to get the information side behind it. And and I think um, that's, that's certainly been missing. And between Greg, Casey, yourself, Adam, myself, um, it's, I mean, I don't, I don't honestly know. I, there's no script to this thing. So it's going to be kind of really neat to see exactly um, what gets said, what gets shared in relation, in response to the hunts that have already unfolded. Um, that's kind of what I, I think I would say is I'm most excited for because um, maybe I know what I would potentially say to describe a hunt, but Adam, you look at things differently um, than I do. And and we do the exact same thing and agree, you know, 95% of the time on um, vegetation and habitat and land and this and that, but like you have different experiences. You've seen different things than I have when you go and work different consults. And then um, you've got, you've got Casey who is up on some of these farms um, nearly day in and day out. And then Greg yourself of, of that same experience on these places and how they've just changed. And, and I can't wait to get, let's say, all those perspectives in the same room and then just hit record. That's going to be fun. Well, it's going to be, you know, I think um, everybody's experiences in their past dictates their decisions in the future because that's how they learn. Right. And I think mm-hmm. that's the part that's going to be so different on this show is we have, you know, two guys who are really, hunters that's really what we do and we have two other guys who their specialties are really habitat specialists let's be honest let's call it what it is and so there there may be some butting of some heads and some difference of 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 some opinion not that they're wrong or not that they're right they're just coming from different points of view and different experiences and so that's the point that i think is going to be very interesting as the season unravels and and we learn from each other and um, along with the public, because I know with this format of the show, I guarantee you this, the four of us are going to go out, go in, and we're going to come out differently than what we went into uh, because of this format. So um, we're going to be learning just as much as the viewers are as well because of this format. So it's going to be really interesting, entertaining, and fun. Greg, what would you say you're most excited for regarding regarding the show? Is like you know, episode one airs in July. What do you, you most know? You know, to? it's it's not about it's not about the show. The show is 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 neat. It's fun. I'm excited about it. All that. It's been way more difficult than I ever thought it was going to be. It's mm-hmm. been really an ultimate challenge that was a, a bigger hill to climb than I thought it was going to be. But the one thing that I always I've been asked, I'm in front of the lens for uh, 14, 15 years now, losing track of time, but being able to control the edits and control the edits in the format that I think that the viewer really wants to know and and sit Mm. next to us and truly pick our brain. And we're going to do our best to anticipate 
the questions that are going to come out of the hunt and try to address those in um, those episodes the best that we can. And um, I think season one is going to be great. I think season two is even going to be better because we're going to get the feedback of what people like and didn't like about um, season one. Mm-hmm. And that was, and I say this just because of the, the 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 most common questions I always got when I'm walking through um, expos and trade shows is Greg, you know, amazing year, but how did you do? How'd you do this? Why did you do that? Um, what was the mm-hmm. what was the pivot point where you move the set and why did you make that decision those are the type of questions that typically get edited out of a show because it's more about entertainment we're going to flip that and we're going to make it more about education and secondly about entertainment so our goal is to make you the viewer in the driver's seat and try to anticipate the questions and answer those the best that we can so when you shut off the tv after that 30 minutes you're going to you know what i learned a lot i look forward to the next one and i'm not going to miss it yeah, for sure. No, I, I'm I'm right there with you, um, Adam. What do you, what do you think you're most excited about the show and and let's say it it, it airing? What asked? I think I'm going to piggyback on what Greg said right there at the very end because there's so much about uh, so much that goes into each hunt that are ultimately the details that have made it, have decided whether or not it was a successful hunt or not. Things that happened months prior to that hunt, things that maybe even happened years prior to that hunt. And I'm thinking specifically about a hunt Greg had a few years ago where he killed a 233 and change buck. And it went through a setup that we had done a lot of work with Casey and Greg around and trying to create that 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 centralized hub that was so just a trap that's set that any mature buck that is a target steps in and around there it's it's a pretty great success story and and seeing that hunt unfold was great and it saw you saw a lot of incredible stuff but there was so much that got that didn't make it that was the details that i felt was crucial into that success the edge feathering the leaving of certain trees for the mock scrape the bedding thicket put in place just inside the timber, the TSI around that, the old field management done all to the west and the south and the east of there, um, the access buttoned up. All that stuff went into that, but you saw just the the top of the mountain. You didn't get to see the climb. You didn't get to see the work going into it. You saw the top of the mountain, the view, the vista, and you were like, that was incredible. But you didn't get to see the work that made it so special. Um and and in in that many cases you 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 gotta you really the hunts you get to see the very top and and I'm hopeful that what I'm most excited about is sharing a lot of the intricate details in these hunts that have led up to the success so people can see more than just you shot a giant buck they can see that wow you really you set that place up to grow that giant buck to then harvest it yeah I think you know. Success is always about, as as our slogan is, uh, you know, uh, plan, prep, pursue. Um, it, it really starts years in advance for success. And that's no different than life and business and family and, and everything. It, it all coincides. And this stuff just doesn't happen overnight. It takes years of preparation <laughs> and thought and strategy and patience and all those things. And we're going to try to 
sum up the best that we can in a 30-minute segment of, of what are those high points that we feel are the most important because uh, we won't be able to address them all, but we're definitely going to take the high points and try to stress those and why we think they are the most important ones so that you can hopefully apply that to your own piece or your own piece of heaven and land that you can hopefully benefit from from this 30-minute episode. So um, it's it's something that I've wanted to do ever since, Adam, ever since um, Major League, which was my first 200-inch steer, which is a 203, was harvested in that in that uh i put a youtube youtube clip together for jury outdoors and i think that's just short of a million views last time i checked and that's because i walked everybody through it step by step by step by step for a four-year quest and i think i'm, I'm not i'm not 100 certain but i'm fairly certain that that is the number one viewed youtube clip in dod history and it's because of the breakdown and ever since that was launched, I'm like, we need to do more of that. And that's the goal of what we're going to do. Yeah, I, I, Adam, you were talking about, man, the, the mountain and the climb. There's so many people who I think if they knew more, because they're, they're, fear, they're fearful to get out there and, and do something wrong, let's say, but if they knew more and saw that other people maybe failed in the past and we're going to share how we learn you know these these different lessons and whatnot but if they were able to see that that climb and that journey to be able to um set up a farm uh to be able to set up just 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 not even an entire farm but just this a a you said a trap um just a great hunting setup with strategy and access and everything when 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 they have that information and they can see that process um, I think that that is going to translate um, directly into more conservation type work. And at the end of the day, that gets me really jazzed up too, because sure, uh, we can all get really excited about big deer um, and successful hunts. But when we can um, dream up of a scenario, create a scenario with our own two hands, something very tangible and work in the outdoors and bring the family involved into that process um, and then actually execute what you saw in your own dream come true and 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 us be a part of that with people uh, I, i'm i'm excited about that part um because it is it is the climb you see the peak of, of all these events that kind of took place uh, prior to you see the peak and the peak is is awesome and fun but there's so much to getting to the top and uh, that's, that's going to be fun to share. You know, I think, I think what it sums up is, you know, um, you got to be a habitat steward first and a bow hunter second. And, and that's when it really flipped for me when I finally figured that out. And I wish I would have figured that out a long time ago um, sooner in my bow hunting career, because I'd be much farther ahead, but, and I think that's the hard part is um, we're bow hunters first uh, because that's our passion is, you know, chasing that full draw experience. Um, but for you to have a better experience and a more often experience, you need to be a habitat specialist. And I think that's where the two of you come in that are going to able to educate the viewership and, um, you know, show how we can shorten that curve. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I think one of the funny things. 
I get asked uh, one of the funny things I get asked all the time, Greg, because uh, over the years it's uh, you've been on the podcast more and more, and we've talked about your farm and and then you see the success that you and Casey are having up there. People ask us, I know when I'm on consoles all the time, what's Glessinger doing? What are those guys doing that I'm not doing? Or, or they say, how much, how much, this is the common one, how much feed is he putting out? And I just laugh. I'm like, it's not about the feed. Um, because the times I'm on the farm, I, I, I've been on, I would say, I, there's been 50 clients who I know feed more than you. And you don't feed nearly as much as most people. Um, especially even not in Southern Iowa from what I've seen. And so I'm like, there, the stuff that he's doing and, and, and Casey is doing up there is stuff you and I could be doing here. And that's what I want people to understand is like, what we're trying to showcase and be transparent in the fact that yes, it's Southern Iowa. So the potential is, is greater than Southern Missouri or the Mississippi, but there's still things that you can do that will greatly improve the hunting on your property and the success of the deer herd and the productiveness of the deer herd. So that's uh, another big part that I'm, I'm really excited about. Well, hopefully we can, we can show people of how 365 days of habitat structure and food sourcing through many different ways um, besides supplemental feeding um, can be done if you do the work. And mm -hmm. yeah. I think that's the part that most people probably really don't think of. And once we set back and really thought, you know, the 365 mentality is when the farms really turned around. And so we're going to expose that, teach it and show it. It's going to be yeah. a great, great story. Um, is there, is there anything else? How can we say direct people to, um begin becoming let's say more educated on hunt works as a show um and and do we don't i don't think we have exact air times at this at this moment no, correct we don't no we don't um you know it's it's um sports channel still jogging jogging all the schedules around so we should be settling fairly soon but not yet um but we do have an Instagram page. Uh, we're, we're right in the middle of uh, developing a website as well. Um, so the fact that this is happening very, very quickly, um, we pulled this whole thing together and um, it's been a massive hill to climb. I know that's been paraphrased a couple of times uh, tonight on the podcast, but um, there is a lot to do and I have a lot more to do. Um, and hopefully we have everything tied up in a nice bow by july 1st so um there's definitely a lot of people pulling the wagon up the hill absolutely um adam you got any other, any other thoughts revolving around um hunt works and getting some more people just uh excited about what's to come here not really i think uh i'm just excited to to get people to follow along on instagram and on social media channels to as this inches forward and, and, and we get closer and closer to July, people can start seeing it because I I'm more excited. I think when season one unveils to then go into season two filming as, mm -hmm. as we kind of um, go into the fall with some, some better laid plans. Um, I'm always optimistic that we're going to get rain in September and food plots are going to look incredible. And it's going to be the best year of 
shitless bucks we've ever had, but I'm excited to, for the for the show to start unveiling and and roll into f- production of season two. I know I'm kind of right there in the exact same mindset of like you know we're getting ready to release one, but at the same time frame, all the work that we've been doing this spring, the burning, the TSI, um, continuing to move the needle forward. It's like we're 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 getting ready to release season one, but really season two that's already started. Um, the the filming, the preparation, the work, the anticipation of season, um, new ground, all these all these new opportunities. Uh, Greg, I know you've got a full schedule for for season two of traveling and hunting. Um, there's just a lot of buzz. I know between the four of us of of hunt works, and um, I'm I'm excited to be able to share it with everyone and get their feedback, like you guys have said. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be good. You know, I, I failed to mention once we once we launch the first uh, episode, we're going to be following up those episodes with. Uh, unfortunately, the way TV platform is set up, we only it's a thirty minute show, but it's like really twenty two and twenty two minutes and like forty five seconds or forty two seconds of true content. The rest of it, obviously, filler and commercials, and so. Um, we're already going to start working on uh, post edits of those episodes and they're going to be more raw cuts and they're going to be released again on our YouTube channel. That's going to go a little bit more in depth, a little bit more education on those hunts that you saw on TV. So if you get disappointed and you're short, you're like, man, I wish there was more. Well, we already thought ahead of that. We're going to re re edit those same hunts. Um, but we're going to have a lot more uh, education points and so forth that allows us to go much longer in time if if those bullet points are necessary and we feel, and we feel they have value to the viewer. So um, start looking for that on YouTube. Um, that stuff will probably start launching um, somewhere around mid-July, plus or minus. Um, and then they'll continue once we start uh, episode one. We'll then obviously flow with all through episode 13. Yeah, that's going to be a, a very critical part, I think, of delivering more information and uh, just just the continued opportunity to reach more people with that YouTube. Well, that and well. we're all, we and we also don't have time restraints, um, mm-hmm. and the edits don't long have edits, and it's going to be more raw. It's not going to be polished, um, but it's going to be more real. Um, but it's going to be uh, making sure we don't run short on time if we feel it's necessary to talk about we're going to go through it so yeah um, that's the goal of that and then we're going to be doing uh once september rolls out uh you know we'll be doing some uh, uh hopefully we have some luck right away in september and those hunts will go live hopefully within seven to ten business days of whatever we uh tip over so and that'll go live on youtube so um a more of a once again a real raw shortened clip um uh to keep the the viewers engaged so come july 1st through the end of the year i think you're going to be uh very surprised of the amount of content that's going to start coming through mm-hmm. our our youtube channel and so forth so uh, we just got to get through this first year and and build up um some content so we can share. So that takes time. So we're almost there and it's going to start rolling out. So once we get this thing ball rolling, it's just hopefully not going to stop. Perfect. 
Perfect. Um, Adam, I'll let you wrap it up. Yeah, no, I, I, you guys said it all right there. I don't know if I need to so much wrap up because that's really uh, right now. That's 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 all we can really. That's all we have to give. But I don't remember hearing an Instagram handle um, or Facebook page to send people. Uh, and yeah, so I, so said, yeah, so what we're gonna do is um, HuntWorks um, TV will be the Instagram handle, um, and that will. Um, go live here in about a week or 10 days um, from now. So maybe by the time this thing airs, it'll probably be live. So uh, we've been working behind the scenes and um, getting the stuff lined up and taking care of the social, the social media animals <laughs> way more difficult and way more <laughs> time consuming than, than I ever thought it would be. So um, we're definitely learning as we're going and we're definitely making a lot of mistakes, but we're, we're getting there. It's a good reminder why there's people that their full-time job is social media. 100%. Well, Very true. All right, guys. Well, hopefully you'll get as excited as we are or you are as excited as we are because there's a lot of uh, love and sweat and tears and blood that is going into this, in, into this project. So hopefully you guys um, will follow along, get excited about it, follow it, uh, releases in summertime and until then stay tuned into the podcast as we'll update you as we creep forward um get closer to those dates and um find it on social media and uh all the way all the ways that you can be tuned in as we kind of uh move forward on the hunt works project yep. so then we'll catch you next week Bye.